0: For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling, pop culture, and that oh-so-naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of crass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are too dead to the IndieCast. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Indie Cast. Uh, we have uh, three fourths of the the cast and crew here, almost almost a full full try. Both uh, both Allens and myself, uh, Zach Romero, and uh, tonight we have a very interesting uh, guest. Uh, this actually completes sort of a puzzle piece that we've had because we've had the first half of uh, this grouping true uh, earlier this year. I think. Was it last year? might have been at last year. At some point. some point. Um, Aaron Epic has been Aaron on Epic, before. yeah. We had Aaron Epic on at one point. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Epic's been ruined my, my own setup. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so tonight we have joining us the Midnight Mermaid, mm-hmm. Aspen Rose. Aspen, thank you for joining us on the IndieCast.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: So Aspen, we try to set ourselves a little differently from uh, most other podcasts. And uh, we like to start with a series of questions. Very rapid fire Um, I'm looking at the list here they're not particularly uh, boring questions which sort of defeats the purpose (laughs) of why we did this in the first place But, uh, but nevertheless so we have what we call the lightning round okay and no sound, I'm effects. Sorry, no I'm sound be effects.
0: effects. She yeah. gave me a dirty look. I, I was going to. There's, and she, there's usually a lightning sound effect. She but... <laughs> totally gave me a dirty look. Anyway, so, uh, so I, Shelly. I would like to. Uh, please, I would like to have sex again. Please please
1: so, ask Aspen these rapid fire questions. Aspen, answer them to the best of your ability. And uh, and we'll, we'll start this thing off right. So, Shelly, the floor is yours.
3: Hey, Aspen. Um, when did you start wrestling and who trained you? Um, I
2: started wrestling in early. 2014,
1: and I trained under Jay Lethal. Excellent.
3: Okay, so I know you're watching wrestling right now, but what (laughs) is your first wrestling memory? Um,
2: the Triple H, uh, Randy Orton, SummerSlam,
1: two thousand nine. Interesting
0: choice. Okay.
2: Yeah, I got I got into it kind of late,
0: but that was the first thing
3: I remember. That's okay. Uh, Yeah. What or whom? I guess whom? Is Ooh, that the proper, right...
1: Uh, for the four, you know, graduate Ooh. degrees. Yeah. We're correcting, we're correcting my
0: English on this yes, now? Exactly.
3: What the heck? Uh, it's been a long time since I was in school. I don't All know. Right. That's not what I... Uh, I majored in alcohol. Um, favorite horror icon? Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't really watch horror movies. Is
2: that a bad thing
3: to say? <laughs> no, you're in the right I'm camp. I also I don't, don't watch really any I don't horror, watch movies, horror movies. But... Um, yeah, I, that I would have to guess skeleton, here. Well,
2: That's probably the scariest movie
1: that I like. I was just going to say, what, what is, what would you say is the scariest movie you've ever seen?
2: Oh, I don't, like,
1: I've seen scary movies, but they're like not my cup of tea. Okay. Well, what, what cup of tea or not, what would you say was the scariest one? What was the one that scared the shit um, out of you the most? Tommy Wiseau's The Room?
0: Don't, <laughs> we don't even talk about that. I mean, I, I saw It, and that was pretty good. Okay. I haven't even seen it yet. That it's really very makes good. Me I know I want to go see it. No, ti- we're talking the new version, right? No, she's talking about the 90s version with Tim Curry. has <laughs> been showing it a lot on TV lately. It could have been the 90s <laughs> him, version with Tim him Curry. Him
1: laughing and making the, the, <laughs> the... Yeah, exactly. That's that's scary. Um, that
3: just creeped me out, bigs, My insides Okay, are all next next question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, better choice. Favorite Christmas movie?
1: Uh, she's actually Jewish. She's never seen a Christmas movie. <laughs>
2: New Year, I
0: always forget which one it is. Rudolph, Rudolph, shiny New Year. That might be my yeah. favorite answer to that question. Which oh is, man, because that's a really random choice, right yeah, there. That's not the uh <laughs> the deep cut. Yeah, on the uh, on the Christmas one with the uh, well, with Climation the movies were my childhood. So. With the with the weird vulture bad mm-hmm. guy that mm-hmm. like. Yeah. For,
3: that's skipped, because we have children. That's skipped right happened. over Oh,
0: no, 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 no. Don't know. P- Cheyenne and Piper could have not existed completely. I would have still been right there with that answer. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you assume I was that I am trying one?
3: to give you an out. Like, no, I'm there's sorry. No, there's
0: no out. I, I definitely don't... That... We'll,
1: uh, we'll, we'll have to have the great debate sometimes of, of which of the Claymation movies had the best songs. Because...
0: Well, oh, that man. one's
1: not... Because Santa Claus is Coming to Town has got the Heat Miser and Snow Miser song yeah that's probably my but favorite Ru- one to to but buy. Rudolph has the Island of Misfit Toys which isn't bad and we are Santa's elves and, and, and silver parentheses and don't fuck with me on this I know silver, these movies and silver and gold that's true have you
0: ever heard of Burl lives interview by the way no, there's there a Burl Ives interview once on the radio. I, I don't remember who had the clip of this, but they were like, "Oh, Burl, you know, you were in Rudolph and blah blah. You know, how about you give us a couple bars of Holly Jolly Christmas? You know, because it's around the Christmas season." And Burl Lives just went, "No, just stopped. Nope. <laughs> it's called being no. a goddamn boss. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Do you see me as a snowman? No. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> yeah. Where's that bottle of whiskey you promised me? <laughs> exactly. To? Okay. Final final question on the like, lightning round.
3: Uh, this lightning round's super fast. Um. <laughs> Marvel or DC, and why? Oh
2: man,
0: um. She's actually never seen a Marvel movie. <laughs> 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 she doesn't read comic books. Yeah. Uh, no, I do, but I'm like really late with them. Pro- so probably
2: DC, just because of Teen Titans.
1: This is a this is a very well, at least on this side of the table. This is a very Teen Titans Go friendly. Yes. Sure. That's, uh, that's Teen Titans, like yeah, all
2: of it. That's on and loop in Teen our Titans house. Still Good. So much yeah. hate, and I
0: don't understand why. So okay, well then, let me follow that up quickly. Then favorite favorite character from Teen Titans? Oh, it's Teen true Titans now that, now These are the kind of questions I'm in for. Yeah. Which Star one? Starfire. Star Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I'm definitely a cyborg guy from the show. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I
3: don't know. What would be yours? Uh, I'm a Raven kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um,
1: I I like I like all the I like all the jokes made at Robin's expense, but I think probably Beast Boy. Yeah, is the one that I prefer. Um,
3: it's funny because I don't like Beast Boy and Teen Titans Go, but I really like him in Teen Titans. Oh, the The regular Teen Titans. Yeah. So it's I don't know why. Can I tell you how disappointed
1: I was? I was at a Toys R Us and they had like um. like some Teen Titans blind box little mini figures and I was super disappointed oh, I mean. no, it's because
0: getting for Christmas.
1: the Robin one didn't have baby hands and oh, I was no, like no. oh come on he's got baby hands it's like <laughs> no. that's not accurate yeah well good I'm glad that we've all bonded over Teen Titans Go. That's Right, that but show is the jam
3: we sing Meatball Party in my <coughs> house that is all the time no
1: joke when Luna and I are on the road and we're like at a hotel that is genuinely one of the highlights <laughs> is having cable and Cartoon Network plays nothing but Teen Titans right. and I'm like good
0: day this is awesome you guys can totally come over any weekend you <laughs> want and just good. sit down because it's going to be on anyway so you might, as well, be here, might so, as well be here to watch it with us so teen titans to the side here
1: as but let's talk a little bit about um what drew you into professional wrestling in the beginning now you said your earliest wrestling memory was the feud between triple h and randy orton now was that the one where tri- they they were in somebody's house like that randy orton yes yeah. okay yeah yeah good
0: memory i don't know the, the way back here um <laughs> Oh, well, that was now that infringement by the way that is the uh, that is the ear- if you played the drink gave it home take a drink for that the, is your earliest wrestling
1: memory memories. but is that what really drew you in or was there something else that really drew you in initially that you were like okay I want to be a part of this I mean
2: like I definitely think like that's what drew me in at first like initially watch it but um as I like started getting into it when I because I didn't know, for the longest time, I didn't know about, like, hardly any other wrestling. Like, even for a good first, like, six months of me watching it, I didn't even know SmackDown existed.
0: It's fair.
2: Like, I was that out of the loop, and so I only watched Raw, and that was it. And then I would come home from school, and I would just go on YouTube, and I'd, like, Google, like, Divas matches, and I'd just sit there and watch them all on YouTube
1: every single day when I came home. I'm sure you were on a government watch list until they figured out you were a girl. And they were like, oh, okay, it's all right. (laughs) And then, like, I even
2: found out about, like, the indies and stuff on accident. Like, I was just scrolling through the channels one day. And ROH just happened to be on. And I was like, what's this other wrestling? I don't even know what this is. And it was, I don't remember specifically what match it was. I just know it was right when Kevin Steen was coming back. To ROH after his feud with Generico.
1: It's a good place to jump in yeah, on, know, it right? Is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like, that good. was my first like indie memory, like getting into it. But yeah, for the longest time, I didn't know about anything, and me and my mom were the only ones that were into it. So she was the only one I could really talk to about it. And like, but we were always like super opposites, on like who our favorites were. Like if like my mom's a super like fan of Edge, while
0: I was always the Christian person. <laughs> yeah, wow. Know, so you're so you're the Christian fan. did yeah, yeah. know this one She's like, the yeah. one.
2: I was like, I didn't know
3: any
0: really existed. Well, she, I was going to ask. She is. She is the peep. I was going to ask when you uh, when you were
1: just a little guppy and you were watching divas matches on YouTube. <laughs> guppy. Uh, who was your favorite diva? Uh, Michelle McCool. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, have you gotten a chance to meet her yet? Like, at any, like you were just at WrestleCade this
0: last year. She just retired recently too. That's did true, her Last yeah. match at uh, House of Hardcore. Uh, no, Michelle McCool was not
2: there, but I met Christian because he was at the gimmick tree table where I was at. Excellent. So that was kind of a big
1: deal. Did you go up and tell him like I always liked you better than Edge, but my mom doesn't like? Did you like <laughs> spill it all out for him or no?
2: over and shake his head and like, introduce myself and whatnot. I was too nervous to like, say anything else, so I pretty much just
0: left it at that. Was he wearing wearing those weird over-the-head sunglasses? Oh, those, those were always... such a good look.
2: <laughs> no sunglasses. He was, I think, in like, jeans, a
1: t-shirt, and like a blazer. Oh, no fluffy pirate shirt and the blood and the no. sunglasses even indoors. <laughs> All good but looks.
0: The, but still, by the way, the best intro ever in wrestling. That's true. Man. Nobody's yeah. ever going to beat the Broods intro That's ever, true, ever, That's true. It's pretty good.
1: Um, so obviously, you mentioned you know you you got into wrestling, you started training uh with Jay Lethal, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago you put up like a throwback Thursday of you as like the shiny, happy teen Titans go mermaid, and now <laughs> now you're this scary, murderous leader of the black parade of a school of fish mermaid um so, so how how did we evolve into this what t- take us to this journey? From pastels oh, to dark uh, primary colors.
2: Yeah, so, like, when I first started, like, wrestling and, like, getting ready for, like, my first match and stuff, I was, like, there's no way I could be a mean
1: person. Like, I don't have a mean bone in my body. Breaking some cake so, it was, like, I'm
2: just gonna be, a bit, like, I'm gonna be nice. I'm, like, I can't do anything else. And then, like, every once in a while, like, I would get booked as a bad guy. But even then, like, I still felt, like, kind of awkward with it. And then... I started doing ACW, and then the sexiest team ever was born, and then it all just kind
0: of spiraled into a deep dark hole from there. <laughs> R.I.P. Right. Uh, yeah, Wayne Van, Van, Dyke. Van Dyke. So, what was it like working with Wayne Van Dyke? There's gotta be, there's gotta be Wayne oh, Van Dyke stories gosh. out there. It was
2: so fun, like. I honestly, like, if it wasn't for him and, like, sexiest team ever, I don't even, I don't know where I would be right now. I mean, like, I think, like, obviously I'd still be wrestling and I would be doing stuff, but, like, character-wise and stuff, I have no idea where I would be because, like, when I first, the first time we did it, I was so, like, awkward about it and I didn't know what to do with myself. And then the dream boats got put with us and we just kind of, like, did things on our own terms. We was, like, there was times where we grabbed a plant that was, where, that was like, in the locker room that we would just bring out to the ring with us.
1: Yeah, I remember there was talk uh, of, uh, there was, like, a giant fish that got dragged out to the ring at one point, yeah, like... Yeah, there
2: was a fish that got brought out, and his name was Lip Fish <laughs> fishkit Oh and it was just a giant wooden fish that was in the locker room. And as soon as we brought him out, the owner of the building completely like jumped the ring and took the
1: fish from us because apparently we weren't supposed to touch it.
3: It was sacred.
1: You were you were ahead of your time. You were really ahead of your time <laughs> yeah. in terms of just stealing things and bringing if them we into the came room. Out, like, we literally just did whatever
0: we wanted to, kind of. The fish wasn't supposed to be rolling, rolling, rolling. No, what? <laughs> I
2: guess not. Oh. But he's a member of the team. <laughs>
0: So, uh, I, so, obviously, after the the sexiest team ever, we we go more into the um, traveling serial killer. So how do, how do we kind of make the transition <laughs> from there? Well,
2: like, the sexiest team ever was slowly they were slowly breaking us up and whatnot, and Epic just kind of came out of me out of nowhere and was like, hey, so I have this idea, and I think I want you in it, and I think you would be the best fit for it and at first like I was nervous I'd never done anything like really dark and it was kind of changing the gimmick that I had so I didn't really know where it was gonna go but I was like yeah sure I'll do whatever and like I spent a couple years like traveling around with Epic and different things like that so I'd gotten to know him pretty well and Epic was at actually the first indie show that I ever went to
0: What show was that?
2: It was a Brawl USA show in a parking lot of some sort of bar in Spring Hill.
1: I don't think there's ever been a more accurate description. <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: just, it rained at one point and they were still wrestling even though it was raining.
1: That's legit. That's I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. dedication. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, like, I have a weird like, kind of vivid memory about it. Like, it was Epic and Chip Day wrestling each other Epic was wearing a Fighting Spirit Chris Hero shirt. Chip was really strong, and I had no idea who he was at the time. And then... Like, I don't remember, Zach, if you remember me mentioning it at all, but back at the brawl show when we had the... Whatever it was, the gauntlet thing. Yes. And... and Chip wrestled each other, and it was kind of like a surreal moment for me because they were the, the main event of the first indie show that I went to, and now, like, what, three years later, I'm
1: now there, like, a part of Yeah, it, you were interacting like, with it. Cum- so, it
2: was kind of cool for me to, like, be able to do that.
1: That goes full circle. Now, speaking of yeah. some of those types of matches, uh, we've talked about it on this show before, um, you not only got to interact with that, but when Ophidian the Cobra was down for brawl, uh, you were hypnotized by Ophidian and um, and caused the rating of the show to be changed from, <laughs> from PG to 13. Um, but hey, tell us yeah, a little bit about that. I was that. hypnotized. I can't control what my mind did at that point. Well, I mean, that's it's a wrong. science, really. But... Um, <laughs> But no, just uh, talk about getting to work with Ophidian and, and uh, getting to be part of that show that like fully, that was like one of the first shows that Fully Gimmicked really got to have a hand in mm-hmm. and um, so obviously thank you for being a part of it. But also, what was it like getting to actually work with Ophidian and at one point being hypnotized?
0: And work with a ref who didn't have like, who's dressed like he just came off the street. <laughs> you yelled so many mean things to him. <laughs>
2: And social media and stuff for a while because i've become friends with a couple of the students that he's had and stuff like that mm. so it was really cool getting to work with him and i did like the seminar with him earlier in the day too which was really cool
1: now that Being, brings me like, that brings me to a quick question about seminar stuff so as someone who's still you know newish to wrestling um, does it ever, does it annoy you when you see your peers not taking advantage of like seminars, like brutal Bob Evans was down here recently, uh, obviously Ophidian, there's been a lot of different people who have done, um, seminar. I think Joey Ryan's done a seminar or two mm-hmm. down here. Does it, does it aggravate mm-hmm. you when you see people who like maybe started the same time as you or things like that, not taking advantage of these things or does it not even really occur to you?
2: able to, so it's like, I don't really know what people's schedules are, or like, a lot of times seminars cost money, and sometimes people just don't have the spare money to go do that, so like, I completely understand not being able to do all the ones that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I really think about it all that much.
1: Okay. Well, like I said, it's, it's nice to see, you know, people who are getting into the business take the time to go to, like, those kind of seminars and stuff like that. Because, you know, Ophidian being there, I got to overhear some of that. I got to hear some of uh, Brutal Bob's, like, tips and things like that. And there are times where these veterans are genuinely giving out great information. And I feel like sometimes, you know, not everybody takes advantage of that.
0: Yeah. But, you know, what? this made me think of really quickly when she was uh, obviously yelling mean things to that referee at that show. Oh, mean I, things. I do <laughs> believe she was also the one that was yelling mean things to the referee at the WrestleMania um uh, ignite show as well that's because <laughs> I believe he was wearing jeans and I think she was giving him hell for that the entire yes. match. Yeah. So she apparently likes to yell me bu- to referees. If
1: you're booked on a show with Aspen and you're a ref and you're not
0: Frankie Gasp. Wear though. some dress slacks. Yeah. That's nice. the that's the lesson <laughs> Frankie, here. Oh Frankie would never show up in anything. <clears throat> Frankie is always a pro fucking yeah. So Unless you can unless you
1: give him free reign in which he'll he'll prefer to wear the uh the light blue dr- uh, button up with the bow tie, which that's is his, amazing. That's his preferred attire, but which he'll, he'll wear the zebra stripes if need be. Oh, yeah!
2: I'm you just jealous you can wear a tie. I'm gonna call
1: you out for it. I can't help it. So, a <laughs> traveling serial killer and a fashionista as well. Try. So,
0: and also, and also, that, that show is also the one where we saw a budding relationship uh, possibly uh, happen between her and Coach Mikey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that was uh, that was there. They they
2: were, me more often than not and i don't know how <laughs> i get myself
0: into those situations you poor poor woman record scratch so you're probably wondering how i got here <laughs> yeah exactly
1: she, she gets stuck being the zach morris of professional
3: wrestling <laughs> well um tell me a little bit about the get your shit in
1: that's true uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of uh being uh assaulted on the lips the like, get your shit in and one malachi matthews <laughs>
2: Like, I remember because initially I wasn't
1: in it that's true initially, the I'm greatest injustice back. in Florida wrestling the problematic favorites of Aspen Rose and Jinx was un- unfortunately cut short and uh, yeah. due to the joy that is travel issues right card
0: subject to change
1: and so uh, yeah with that in mind she was added to the get your shit in match. And immediately changed the entire feeling of that match, mm-hmm. because talking to people in the crowd, you know, as soon as Aspen comes out, because I think, I want to say Slade had come out, Saeve had come out. Everybody was out, I think. I think she was one of the last uh, ones. And so when she came out, <clears throat> suddenly everyone went, wait, 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 what? And yeah. so I feel like her inclusion automatically put that match on a lot of people's radars as, this is something I haven't
0: seen before. Yeah. I also did uh, make a few people question who put the cheat code in on Stone Cold Steve Austin. As she, she was, uh, did, she was definitely spamming the stunner there. Hey, as, uh, you gotta do what you got to do, match. man? You look like
2: a stunner. It happens. You, you get caught
1: sometimes. <laughs> she had uh, she had the little F saved up on the That's video right. game, and she was hitting those uh, stunners <laughs> left and right. But no, so that match was was crazy and ridiculous, and I thought everyone did an amazing job. And so, what was it like actually being a part of it?
2: So, like the night before, I got told the tag match wasn't happening. So, my initial first thing was put me in that match.
1: Amazing.
0: And by the way, speaking of record scratch, so you're probably wondering how I got her, uh, Malachi Matthews uh, definitely had a uh, had an interest in uh, in one Aspen in that match. So. Right,
1: true. Well, and and Aspen also got to be a part of like the like seven person super kick to Saeed Al Sabah. So, say, how
3: was it being a part of the super kick? That's right. really what
2: I was going to ask. <laughs> it was like- To get started, but you know it's Saive. He's
0: got his whole little spiel that he does. So we were ready to go. <laughs> He's got a shtick. It He's was good. like the
1: Rockettes of of
0: wrestling was, <laughs> the, the high the high kick right to the uh, the jaw. It'd be the only time I ever gave a shit about the Rockettes. By <laughs> way. Write that in there. <laughs> uh-huh. Just then,
3: that's the only time. No, the
0: Rockets suck. Otherwise, so, let's be honest. So uh,
1: now this is this is something I can uh, attest to personally because uh, working at ACW on on the weekdays. <gasps> Uh, I crossed paths with Aspen and Aaron Epic from Mm -hmm. time to time. And uh, there was one week where they were not there at the show. (laughs) Yes. And uh, a gentleman came out of the crowd (laughs) and uh, approached me. Forgot about this. And said, hey, is the mermaid going to be here? And I said, "Uh, sir, I don't think she's going to be here tonight. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to make her a shirt of this. And then he showed me a very blurry photo of on his phone of Aspen in the middle of a match that he took at some point. Right. And was apparently going to blow it up and put it on a t-shirt for her to own. Right. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, this all happened. I was just like, that... This, this legitimately happened. That I was sounds... There. Great. I have gotten this shirt, so now I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that sounds great. The people at, you know, T-Shirt Diner are going to give you a weird look. Um, but T-Shirt Diner, that, wonderful reference. That, by that, the way. But uh, that leads us to a question of, so, Aspen, sometimes there are fans in wrestling. Sometimes there are not so great fans in wrestling. How do you handle creeps in the world of professional wrestling? I mean, like depending on the
2: situation, I either I'm either I just completely ignore it, or I'll just politely tell them, no, that's not what I'm interested in. Because like wrestling, women's wrestling, you get a lot of weird emails half the time, and about people wanting to buy things that you wear and all that kind of stuff. So I'll either I'll either just depending on my, the mood of the day, I'll either ignore or I'll just politely tell them. I appreciate the offer, but I will not be selling things like that. But here I have my shirts and you can go buy those things or things like that. But like, I don't think besides like emails of people wanting to buy things, I've never really had anything creepy happen in person. It's more so like fans that are getting trying to get too involved into what's going on more than anything.
1: I would say we hear that like DMs tend to be the biggest issue. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I only for the longest time I didn't have my DMs open unless I was following you. So I think I only opened them up within the last like two weeks. Actually, just so I could get more people to buy merch. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it seems a little bit easier to put, hey, DM me and buy my shirt, and then they'll immediately do it instead of trying to send an email. Okay. But literally, the only DM I actually have right now is someone saying all they want for Christmas is me.
0: Oh. What, yeah.
1: What a charmer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Prime doesn't cover that. <laughs> 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 um, I'm like, oh, that's so creepy. I know someone's asking for her underwear or something. Yeah, I'm so definitely. sorry, am yeah. so sorry. Um, well, just to, to move it into something I know more about, um, what are your current video games that you're playing?
1: Excellent question.
2: Oh, well, um, I'm currently on, um, Horizon Zero Dawn and Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, I like that game.
1: Have you, <laughs> have you squatted down in assassin's creed origins yet and left the controller alone for a minute?
2: No, I have not. <laughs>
1: if you because the game takes place in Egypt, so if yes. you do that, some fucking cats will walk up and your character starts petting cats and then they oh follow God. you around as you walk around for a minute. Like
2: That's crazy. Why well, did well, I had- I
1: this. I love cats. Yeah, Luna figured it out the other day. and she was, Shocker, Luna she sent it out. me, She literally sent me a photo of the TV. Like, she sent me a picture of, like, like these goddamn it? cats are following me around. It's the greatest day of my life. And I was like, we have shirts to make.
3: Um, Glad you're working on it.
1: Yeah. She doesn't listen. It'll be fine. Yeah, um, Not at all. Now, we're, if I remember correctly on social media, you weren't always a fan of Assassin's Creed. Is that correct? Yes. I, I mean,
2: I Played it before, but initially it was never something that like drew my interest. I, me, and Kenway have had long arguments about me, him trying to get me to play Assassin's Creed, and I wasn't about it. And then Assassin's Creed Origins came out, and that changed it all.
1: Egypt and cats, dude. It'll change yeah. anything.
2: I mean, I'm more so of like either like RPGs or like open world games. So, like, after I played Horizon Zero Dawn, I literally just Googled, like, open-world PlayStation 4 games and Assassin's Creed popped up and I was like, oh, maybe I'll like it, whatever, came out, I rented it on Redbox for a day, and I fell in love with it, so then I bought it.
0: -hmm. Very
1: nice. I'll say. This is the one time I wish Luna was on the show, because they could totally geek out about specific (laughs) missions that she's doing. Refuses to play the main mission, though, drives me nuts. She only does the side <laughs> missions, and I'm like, there are no more people to help. Please further the story. Yeah, please
0: move on. Uh,
1: so. I, you can have your hawk piss people off, though. That's pretty great. You yeah. have, like, a seeing hawk that can, like, see, and you can set it to piss people off and just, like, harass them while you come over and kick the shit out of them. <laughs> can
3: it, like, drop one on somebody? I'm like, sure there's probably an upgrade. Was, like, feel like shit like on
1: cut. someone's face. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's I the want one to do so other than video games what kind of other geek life what geekapalooza things are you into an
1: In official terminology i did right. um well i mean like
2: it's another video game but i'm a big kingdom hearts
1: fan do you think the third one's ever going to come out
2: they gave it a
1: date yeah they're also bullshitters like the, 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 <laughs> the second one the second that's, game came out like 15 years ago this
2: right now, okay i you were crushing
1: I am. I'm the
0: goddamn Grinch. I'm sorry. So now, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so Kingdom oh, Hearts. Dad, where are we going with this? I just want to know if she's a Disney fan. Oh, okay. Okay. no. Calm down. What do you think? Well, I didn't you know. I, I,
1: I was totally afraid you were going to be like, is that the one with the plumber? And the, no, I'm like, no, no, no. No, I don't want Kingdom Hearts. All right, is. I apologize. I jumped the gun. <laughs> but no, that's a great question. Are you a big Disney fan because of Kingdom or in addition to Kingdom Hearts, or is Kingdom Hearts basically yes. it?
0: to Kingdom Hearts I'm a big Disney fan yeah. so of the movies or of the parks or both I mean both it's been
2: a hot minute since
1: I've been to the parks well it's not like she lives anywhere close to yeah I know it's a bit yeah. of a it's Disney a bit of a drive yeah.
0: you know at least what or, an hour right
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like two two
0: and a half hours oh yeah, so I don't where know where she live, like, lives Well, what? the indiecast, the indie cast, uh That's true. We're gonna have to set up, well. I was gonna say
1: we're gonna have to set up some Disney play dates here because you guys could definitely be the uh, tour guides for like, yeah
0: we could Disney be, for professional wrestlers. You could
3: be the interracial Tim Tracker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Breaking Tim, new ground here. Yeah, yeah Tim. I love. There's a Tim Tracker reference on yeah, the show. <laughs> there, so.
3: well, what is your favorite Disney movie, then? Oh,
0: good question. Um. Oh man. Oh gosh, that's hard.
3: Oh, it's a hard one. And she's, don't, never, she's never actually seen a
2: Disney <laughs> really movie. Hard one. Oh, God. Um. Okay, if I go with the, my favorite one growing up, That'll I was a big Aladdin work. fan because Princess Jasmine was my favorite princess.
1: She's not a prize to be won.
2: I. She was a true princess. For Halloween, sure. But I never got to do it because the. Costume was
0: always like seventy dollars to buy at Disney. My parents never wanted to buy it for me. I never got happy Princess Jasmine, but I always wished I could. Mm, flashback to Adam's Family Two here, Malibu Barbie. <laughs> we highly, we highly recommend the trick. The trick we've learned as parents is um, look for the pajamas. That's yeah. true. The, pa- <laughs> the pajamas are a lot cheaper and still look pretty decent. So, that's, that's a fun fact for you, yeah. a, pair, a parenting tip. I How mean, do you think? That's yeah. true. I didn't think my daughter dresses like Princess Jasmine. Yeah. We bought her the pajamas. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's smart that's move. Right. And no midriff. That's
3: true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. And you know, no no exposed midriff on a seven-year-old. Excellent. Um, um, excellent. Good. And what about your favorite ride to the park?
1: Oh, good. Also, yeah, even though it's been a minute, What? Yeah. what is your favorite ride? My favorite of?
2: movie currently would either be between Finding Nemo or High School Musical.
1: <laughs> High School Basically Musical. Basically the same movie, right? Yeah, oh. Like, uh, yeah, totally. Nemo needed to get his head in the game. It's fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> um, high school musical reference. Anyway, yeah. Um, so
0: even though I'm both a- proud and sad, to- sad at at the same time. You part. and me both, Chad. You <laughs> and me both. Um, uh, Favorite ride at the park is what we
1: were. Yes, right that's now. true. Yes.
2: I don't even know what's
1: there i promise you that all the rides you remember are still there <laughs> yeah, exactly unless your favorite ride was the great movie ride all that shit is still there i
0: promise you or Mr. Toad. <laughs> i think like the one i
2: can remember the most was usually it's a small world
0: which is an amazing ride
2: <laughs> but mainly just because it always got stuck in my head so i kind of couldn't forget it
1: by the way, uh, the one and only Christian fan meet the one and only Smallville fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys have a bonding moment I'm a here. Breed, okay? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. she's gonna be. That the, would be one way to describe the what, two of she's you.
0: She's a special guest on the Indycast uh, Disney episode when we're there. <laughs> Me and her will ride, freaking arm a, in arm. What, a, the, what an adorable family photo that'll be. Yeah.
2: Totally okay with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Maximus himself and the Midnight Mermaid, just, arm in arms, just like big thumbs yeah, up. Heck exactly. yeah, that's gonna the be a thing. Laughing hyenas and shit. Yeah, like, some, yeah. some creepy
3: yeah. animatronics behind you. Her, her with
0: a spike in her teeth. It'll yeah, exactly,
1: be perfect. It'll exactly. be perfect. <laughs> She'll have the railroad spike. You'll have the Mickey Mouse ice cream cone. God, like the ice, the cream ice cream bar. bar? Yeah, heck yeah, I will. It's
2: a great Christmas but exactly. family
1: photo. It'll be perfect. <laughs> no, wait a minute. She has the railroad spike in her teeth. You have a churro in your teeth.
0: Amazing! <laughs> Boom swish. <laughs> By the way, I'm totally wearing my Mickey ears now to, to <laughs> ACW tomorrow because I'm, I'm getting a picture now. So good man. Oh wow.
3: Okay. Well, from from my favorite ride, which oh, has good. a crystal okay. ball. Um.
0: Oh, look at that oh, sequin! What is the damn professional what? over here? I've
3: been doing this maybe a minute. Yeah. Um. Where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm. <laughs>
2: Um, I don't have, like, the stereotypical, oh, I want to be signed or I want to be on TV. In five years, I want to be, either have already been there or something's planned for me to be in Japan.
1: Hmm, very cool. Better than my assumed response. I want to
2: wrestle in Japan, I want to have a match at Cork and Hall, and then
1: my life will be set. Excellent. I was worried that her plan for five years from now would be, like, I come down to the ring with two fish, <laughs> and then the owner gets mad. Like that was my concern. Um, so I was going to say we've got the Trevin Adams
0: Memorial question. To I was going to let my uh, lovely bride uh, ask Ooh. that because she loves that question. That's true.
3: It is. It is one of my favorite questions. This is
0: a risky question here, like this what? is because we don't always get the
1: returns on this. Not everyone's uh, um, a world a globe traveler.
3: I know. Okay. So when you are. Bob, you know, doing the drives, like Bob says. Uncle
0: Bob. So, Uncle Bob. That's Uncle.
3: right. And uh, it's late at night. Mm-hmm. You have wrestled hard. You're super tired, but yes. you are very hungry. Okay. And you see the shining lights ahead. Mm-hmm. Are you pulling off to Sheets or Wawa?
0: Sheets. Yes. Yes. What the fuck? I was almost gonna call leading the witness right up until the answer. Yes. Now tell them why Sheets is so much better than Wawa. Now. Sheets
3: has way more
2: food. Right? Oh,
0: boo. Yes, it most certainly um, does. Don't you? Peanut butter and jelly
1: milkshake. Heel turn, are, heel are turn,
0: are boo. She was already heel. It doesn't count. Boo, boo, boo! <laughs> exactly. I've already been a bad guy.
2: You booing me isn't any different. Boo, 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 boo! You're
0: actually yeah. just helping her do her job properly. I'm Doing my job right.
2: If you're booing me,
1: well, if you if, if you want to get super heat on a fully gimmicked
0: booked show, just come out with like a bag of sheets with you, and we'll just boo the oh shit my God, out of you. I'm
2: a whip.
0: And you'll have one person. My
2: sheets, card, and
0: everything. God Ugh. damn it! You'll have one person in the audience.
2: I'll cut, I'll cut someone with my sheets card.
0: You'll be you'll become like like Hogan in the 80s for me <laughs> if you come out with your Sheets card during the Foley Givic show. Uh, what we should the, be what
3: worried the, for her. What was the
0: name <laughs> of the group we made for them? Because it was the Wa Warriors. What were they? Wa Warriors and. Uh, damn it. A Sheets Squad? I don't, squad? It, I don't know. It, no, it, what, was was it, it
1: Holy Sheets? Something like that. Something along like like those lines. We'll make a shirt. Sure. We
3: don't know. We can't remember because yeah, no that, one picks it. That one sucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one picks
1: Sheets. sheets. For life, (laughs) you son of a bitch. Anyways, all right. Now that we've got that filth out in the air, (laughs) now time to ask the final two questions here on the IndieCast. Question number one: We go from one depressing answer to another one now. (laughs) Um, You know, unfortunately, in the in the wonderful performance art that we all uh, know and love here of professional wrestling, uh, we lose a lot of talent early. And so, with that said, Aspen, if you could work with, or speak with, or see live one professional wrestler or manager who is no longer alive, who would it be, and why? Oh
2: well, man, um, pr-
0: probably Larry Sweeney. Wow, good answer. Nice. Excellent. Why Larry? It Not was to- all, like,
2: wrestler manager like. It kind of reminds me of like how we were with STE and everything. I remember watching like I have a couple like old Chikara DVDs from like 2004, and like he was always like my favorite part to watch. So yeah, I think Larry Sweeney would be definitely be number
1: one. Twelve large baby. Excellent, excellent answer. I love, I love Larry Sweeney. <laughs> I miss that man. Uh, <laughs> so second question, we here at the IndieCast believe that every animal in nature is given certain traits to ensure its survival. Giraffes have long necks. Rhinos with big horns, etc., etc. Our belief is that mankind, as an animal, their evolutionary trait is their ability to use tools. So, with that said, Midnight Mermaid Aspen Rose, if you could fight any animal, what would it be and what weapon do you use? Oh, Lord. Why
2: do I have to fight animals, though? They didn't do
1: anything to me. From the woman who just said, I'm a heel, so your booze mean nothing to me. (laughs) That's is now person. why would I ever hurt an animal? You could fight a person an dressed as an lover. animal. I don't
2: want to fight any animal or a mythical an creature. Myself. Why would I do that? I fight
1: people. You're a mythical creature, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we're, right. we're splitting hairs, i, I, I,
0: I fish. If we're splitting so scales, you like, an animal. And I
2: mean, people try to eat me all the time because I'm a fish. Bing bong. So that's why I fight people. Want to try and find any animals. Like, well, what I about this?
1: Since since you are made up of a mythical creature, of being a, a mermaid, what is another mythical creature you would want to fight, then? We'll take animals out of the equation.
0: Man. um, She's never looked at this
2: me. That's a hard one. Why are you guys going to give me all these
0: hard questions? We're a hard-hitting show. Hard- yeah. This is a famous yeah. two here we at the are. end. <laughs> We are the Barbara Walters of, of wrestling podcasts. We are the, we are the Barbara Walters of would you punch a unicorn?
1: That's <laughs> a really? Would you fight? I would
2: not punch a unicorn. Okay,
0: I would because knock a unicorn I out like, like Mongo. The from... and
2: are kind of are kind of one. We kind of share a lot of the same abilities and uniqueness, so I would not fight a unicorn. When you say mythical creatures, can it be like a fictional thing too? Sure. Okay, I honestly would try and fight Claptrap from Borderlands just to see how he would react to it.
1: Again, another answer that Luna would have loved. She's a big <laughs> Borderlands mark. And what what weapon do you like use? I feel
2: like I would be trying to fight him, and he would just be apologizing and trying to hug me, and I wouldn't be about it.
1: Or break dancing, or beatboxing,
2: or that too. Like he, that's the, if he if he busted out the break dancing, he would beat me with that because I'm a terrible dancer.
1: And what weapon do you use against Claptrap?
2: Um, Hmm. I think I would try, I would bring like food, because I would try and win him over and like sneak attack him. So I'd bring him food to like try and be nice, like
1: a cake or something. Excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah. we certainly we're, lost the other two members of this show. Which <laughs> we're speaking a different language right now. That's right.
0: Um, you, you got me back at cake. Okay, I heard cake good. and that's I was good. there. That's good. That's good. When all those fails, end with a dessert should you always end with a dessert, though? Sure. That's and how it we're goes. ending with a dessert here. That's right, because uh, this isn't the time of the show that uh, the wonderful Brian Cage has given us permission to officially call Get Your Shit In, uh, where you can let uh, let everybody know where they can find your social media, where they can buy your merchandise, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, Aspen, the floor is yours. Uh, you
2: can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Aspen the Mermaid. I have a shop on fullygimmick.com. And I have a shop on Pro Wrestling Tees, which is also Aspen the Mermaid.
0: And, yeah, that's all my stuff. Very nice. Well, Aspen, once again, thank you very much for being on the IndieCast with us today and for all the dozens and dozens listening to us. Thank you for being here with us once again. Uh, Until next time, everybody, I am Chad Allen. I'm Zach Romero. I'm Shelly Allen. And, as always, we say... doosies.